Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we have Axel Meyerhofer, who helps people learn and succeed to reach economic independence through real estate investing, leadership, mindset, and productivity. Axel, how you doing? I'm awesome. Thank you for having me, Timothy. Of course. Thanks for coming on. And we like to jump right in. So if you could start with telling us a little bit more about yourself and what you like to do for fun, that'd be great. Yeah, about myself, I'm originally from Germany. I was in the Air Force, came over to the United States in an exchange program with the Air Force. Uh, Then when I retired from the Air Force, got recruited into a software company. And after four or five years in that, started my own business and have been in my own business since 2005. Initially, mainly focusing on consulting and then also adding real estate investing. Initially, again, just to have something for my own retirement. And then people said, oh, man, you should you know, tell other people, and how did you do this? And people would want to know. And so, you know, over time, I realized, well, I can maybe do some good by helping people out. And here we are. Yeah, for sure. And what do you do for fun? What do I do for fun? Well, right now, and for years already, I really love gardening. Gardening? Mm -hmm. Yep. There we go. There we go. Is there like a specific plant that you like, like to plant and cultivate? Or is it just across the board? I wouldn't say a specific plant, but the the whole experience of trying something that is maybe a little bit unusual, right? Like I give you an example, uh, go to the grocery store and buy like an organic papaya and you eat it and you really like how it tastes. And then me, as my passion for gardening, I would scrape out the seeds put the seeds in a little bit of soil and tend to the seeds. And then you have like out of one of big papaya, you have like 500 little seedlings. Then see, and I actually, I mean, this is almost like a true story. There were so many and ultimately a few of them were more vigorous than the others, I guess. And I picked three, the three best ones. I I saw the biggest ones to see if I could get a little papaya tree out of it. And two out of those three died, but the biggest, best one stayed. And I learned, I had no clue when I first started, that you have three options. You can have a female, a male, or one that is self-fruiting. Well, I was lucky in the end, it was self-fruiting. So for two years, we actually had homegrown papayas until there was a strong frost and the tree died. But that's kind of like, you know, from from something you bought in the store, didn't even pay a penny for the seeds, right, and grew a papaya tree. That to me is very fulfilling yeah yeah no that is awesome i love that cool man well tell us a little bit more about what you do as a consultant and what type of real estate you invest in the consulting side i specialize in helping people be better managers and better leaders and it's basically the counterbalance to all the structural and and the digital and the technology side of change 
there's also a human side, a human behavior side. How can we better communicate with our people? How can we motivate our people? How can we be a good role model? How can we demonstrate a proper growth mindset when we want all our people that work for us to have that mindset and be motivated to come to work and apply themselves and so forth. So that's the consulting side, but it kind of translates in a way also to the real estate side, because as I said, initially, I just started to do it myself, try to find out which area particularly and what do I want to dive into and where can I do it. But now that I'm actually helping others through our mentoring program at Idea Wealth Grower, that behavior side applies. It's just not so much in a business environment, but if somebody says, okay, I want to do something meaningful while performing with my money, how can real estate be the thing for that? It includes, and I saw in the preparation that you are in this space to some extent as well. Well, what kind of mindset do I need to uh, assume? What kind of vision or big, hairy, audacious goal do I need to establish? How can I get myself in a position where I say, I am going to build the Timothy Douglas empire of real estate and then have somebody who helps me to avoid the mistakes and make all the right choices so it happens faster. That's kind of how I see my role. And so some of what the consulting side taught me and gave me experience and is now totally translating into the mentoring for real estate. Mm-hmm. I love that. So you both help people be better managers and leaders and then get the right mindset around real estate and start to build their empire faster and avoiding some of those pitfalls that a lot of beginners can fall into. Right. And I mean, I have actually something on, on our website that I offer for people for free is called the mindset menu, because I really feel strongly if you want to be successful and it's not just in real estate investing, but in general, you don't want to be in a victim position or in a victim mindset. And I find so many people, even if they are, by external judgments successful financially or they have a nice car nice house and stuff like that that doesn't necessarily mean that they really have internally built the confidence and they believe in themselves and so i'm trying to help as one of the things it's not just the what kind of house should it be where do i get the financing what kind of lender what kind of insurance but how do i approach it how can i see myself fulfilling my big hairy audacious goal if i don't believe in myself Right. So I'm trying to get people to go from this victim limited mindset to a growth mindset where, you know, you build your own empire and I'm here to kind of take you by the hand and be on the journey with you and try to help wherever I can. There we go. I love it. Well, tell us a bit more about your motivation. What gets you up and keeps you going every day? Well, I mentioned when you first asked me, you know, like um, where I'm from. And when I mentioned that I'm originally from Germany and I came over here with the military. And so I'm kind of still stuck in a way in this in this um, model that Maslow made famous, this pyramid of needs. And the foundation, the most underlying thing is basically three things. It's food, shelter and safety. Right. So. I I have done safety for 22 years in the military. Food, we talked a little bit about, that's my hobby, but I'm not gonna become a farmer. (laughs) But shelter is both beneficial to me and the people I mentor as an investment, but it's also, and that's how I want people with the growth mindset think about. We are providing a service to a family who likes to live in a nice three bedroom or four bedroom, two bath house with a garage and a little garden around it rather than in an apartment. 
So that's a service providing shelter as one of the three fundamental needs in that needs pyramid and making it beneficial to both sides. They have better living conditions. They don't have to share the elevator during COVID or anything like that. And we get fairly compensated for what we provide. And so and from my perspective, it's a win-win. And then if you add the turnkey providers we typically work with to provide the property and manage the property for us, so it's passive, it's a win-win-win. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There we go. I love it. Well, let's talk dreams and goals now. What is your vision for the rest of your life and your business moving forward? Well, I, I really think that I would love to continue to do this mentoring uh, work for as long as I can. I don't really see that there's any kind of limit on that. And, you know, if you uh, subscribe to my definition of wisdom, which I say is basically the sum of knowledge and experience. So I have a certain amount of knowledge. I don't know how much I can add to that, but I, every day I'm adding more experience. So I'm claiming that I get wiser and that might be beneficial to those I mentor. Um, the other thing is I would like to do a little less of the things that are money related, you know, like seeing opportunities to make more money because as a role model who tries to motivate and, and show or prove that you can actually go through this journey and actually really get that financial independence, I've made it there myself. So I have the benefit of doing the mentoring, not so much for money, but more because I enjoy to have impact and help people and then do more of the gardening and the kind of, you know, like I'm, I'm envisioning some fruit orchard or maybe growing a little bit of wine or stuff like that and spend more time with that than right now serving clients contracts and stuff like that. As a consultant, you do that, but I can see myself kind of let that phase out over time. Yeah, there we go. There we go. And are there any other dreams or goals that you want to chat about? Well, in a sense, my dream is to, and I don't, I used to try to put a number on it, like, you know, a thousand or 10,000 or whatever people uh, to help them to start at least and hopefully finish the journey towards uh, the time freedom point and financial independence. But as many as I can, I want to help as many people as I can to start that journey and hopefully guide them to finish that journey. There we go. There we go. And when did you know that this was the way you wanted to help people and that you loved impacting people in this way? Well, it started out when I started to actually get my very first training in coaching. And those who provided that training were telling stories about the impact that they made with the people that they coached. And what and I actually, I'm, I'm sometimes a little crazy that way, right? Like I started looking into that and really loved it. And I, after my military time, I did uh, my graduate studies and I thought I would be done. And, you know, I did a master's in organizational change, which is the perfect fit for my consulting work. And then the dean of the university said, you're so passionate about this coaching stuff. You should go for a PhD. So I thought, what, well, me, you know, of all people? And she, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, so she talked me into it. I went for that and then wrote my dissertation about coaching and ever since looked at initially when I studied it, what are the things that really make a difference? And it's ultimately really behavior change, right? If you can, for example, establish certain routines in your life that help you to stay on the path, 
and then have a coach or mentor or a combination. I always feel that I'm a combination of both. I suck at doing just the one or just the other. I kind of always, you know, if I know something, I'm not trying to pull it out of you. If I can already tell you what the answer is, I find that silly, right? By coaching, you were supposed to pull everything out of the coachy, which is fine if it is applicable. But if I've done it 20 times, I don't need you to figure it out through 20 <laughs> sessions, right? So for me, it's always kind of a set, mix of the two. But the point was I understood it when I went to university for it, when I wrote a dissertation about it. And then the real aha moment was when I had the first few opportunities to practice. Because the, the gratitude and the appreciation that you get when somebody after, I don't know, a number of sessions, five, 10, 15 sessions, you can literally see how their life changes. And not just by your own judgment, but by what they say to you. Right. To me, that is like you know, somebody plugging in the, the power line right here and <laughs> said recharge, right? Every time something like that happens. And that's also why I say I can't imagine never not doing that anymore because it's such a fulfilling thing to do and then energizing thing to say, wow, it didn't feel to me that I did that much. But when somebody realizes just a simple thing, for example, of I didn't think real estate investing is possible for me and you talk to that person after they purchased their first property and they just came back from closing, they're like a different person suddenly. Yep. Right? And I'm sure you were, when you, you said before we started recording that you're working on that deal to buy land, right? when yep. you get that deal and you close on that land and let's assume you had a coach or a mentor, you would gush about it, especially if that person encouraged you to go for it. Think big, be positive you know be motivated make it happen and then you make it happen and you can talk about it as the one who encouraged you it's amazing it's literally like recharge yeah. oh yeah no i'm i'm right there with you i am similar in that um i've dabbled in some life coaching and um kind of i'm figuring out my model and i've come to kind of like a more of a mastermind community around business and real estate and creative deal making but um, man, I've been doing it for free my whole life, right? Just because it's what I love to do. It's why I have this podcast. It's why I, and I'm right there with you, man. When somebody has a breakthrough moment or they have an aha moment or they have an aha experience after talking through with you and after you've been kind of walking with them for a couple months or whatever it may be, a couple sessions, oh my gosh, it is like a jolt of energy because you're just so grateful and happy and excited for them. Yeah, and exactly. That's actually one of the things where I would actually challenge you if, if we were just talking about it, how to look at it and how you have your mindset about it would be to say, just take that what you just experienced. And imagine something else that would give you the same reaction and the same satisfaction and how much would you pay to get that? Mm. When you say I do it for free, it's, I believe it's not quite true. At least I know it's not quite true for me because I, I basically do it for that satisfaction. But if it wouldn't Thanks. exist and I had to go find it and pay for it to make it happen, I would pay quite a bit for it. Oh, yeah. But in that sense, it's not really free, even though you may not get dollars exchanged. Monetary compensation, yeah. Right? But the energy that it gives you to go for the next deal or do the next marketing campaign or whatever it may be, that has value too, right? And, and I think we always need to be aware that we don't get caught too much in, in enumeration on everything. 
right? The emotional component is this kind of energy, that feeling that you get from accomplishing something for someone else, which I always feel is way more satisfying than just something that you do on your own. So if you get that, that's kind of like double. You yeah. Know, <laughs> so <Yes>. at least. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. I'm right there with you. I'm right there. Thank you for pointing that out. I appreciate that. Yeah, you get paid, just not in dollars. <laughs> yep, yep. There we go. Well, awesome. If there were one or two people that you could meet right now, and this could be a specific person or a type of person that really help you take the next step towards doing the less money related things and spending more times on the hobbies and the mentoring and helping people start and finish their financial freedom journey. This is a specific person or a type of person, one or two people, who would they be and how would they help you? Um, well, on the specific person, it's more like a personal interest kind of thing. I would love to have like, not just an hour, but like maybe a day with Elon Musk. Yep. Because I'm really, really curious and I'm kind of looking forward to the biography of Isaacson come out. I would love to understand a little more how he ticks. I mean, I studied a lot of it and read a lot of it, everything that is along the lines of biographies and stuff, but talking to the person himself is, I assume, very different than just talking or hearing about it. Um, the other part you said about, you know, like more conceptually, I would love to talk to somebody like Isaacson and it's, it's just pure coincidence or people who write biographies on behalf of other people, because I believe I have a lot of stuff to contribute over this kind of really pretty amazing life that I have been allowed to live. And I, I have this kind of in my back, somehow the feeling there is stuff that might be worth putting on paper, but I don't know how. And, and I've tried a few times, but it's just not my thing. Mm. I, now, I'm not the kind of person who would ever be in a position to have a biographer like, like Isaacson come and say, hey, Elon, can I shadow you and write a biography? Right? Like, and Elon would probably say, yeah, do it and make all the money you want. I don't care. Right? So, but fundamentally you know when when you have uh, uh, so many variations in your life like i had and so many lessons learned i wish there were a way that somebody could help get that out and put it somewhere that others can benefit from it absolutely absolutely i love that and what is um the most important one or two things that everyday people can do to help you accomplish your goals well, one or two. And one thing I would say is believe in, in yourself and be willing to ask for help. It's the second thing, right? I'm here to help, but I'm not any longer very interested to kind of go out there to a million people and hopefully that if zero point whatever percent actually see it and then click on something and sign up for a call or all that stuff. And that doesn't mean that marketing is wrong or anything like that, but that's partially why I love to be on podcasts is I hope that a few people out there hear what we're talking about and hear that there's a guy who is willing to help you if you are interested in learning how to invest in real estate and get to financial independence or the time freedom point, as we call it, then I'm here for you and I'm, I'm helping and, and willing to support you. But it needs to be to some extent, believe in yourself and believe that there is help out there and just reach out. Absolutely. 
And now we're going to jump into our thriving three. And the first question is, what is your favorite book, movie, or podcast? Pick one. Oh, I have to pick one. Okay. And well, obviously, since we started there, the favorite book right now is called The Wealthy Gardener by John Sophoric. And uh, it's a great story, but it's also the whole purpose when he started writing it is for his son. So anybody who is new parent or stuff like that, it could also be educational besides the content. The content is obviously very good. So I'm not supposed to do any other right? like podcast. No. Got one. <laughs> okay. And what is one way you like to take care of yourself? Good food, healthy food, homegrown food, if possible, for my own garden. Yep. Yep. Love it. Love it. And what is one action step that you can take right now or continue to take if you're already doing it to find that person who writes biographies on behalf of other people? Or spend a day with Elon Musk, either or. How about both? Um, yeah, well, for, for spend a day with Elon Musk, I would have to reach out to the um, everyday astronaut, Tim Dodd, because he has successfully done it twice now. So he must know how to do it. Um, for those of you who are fans, by the way, you can see tomorrow comes the second part of the YouTube video with the SpaceX tour in Boca Chica with Tim Dodd. Don't get any money, but I'm a passionate follower for that. But on the other one, I really honestly don't quite know because I don't know that anybody would be willing to just write a biography. And even if I say, hey, you can keep all the proceeds, just write it for me. <laughs> if anybody's out there and you're listening right now, let me know. I'll let Timothy know and then we can hook it up. <laughs> no, dude, I, I am willing to bet that if you Googled it, A, you would find one, but B, definitely a college student that's like a grad school like student in a uh, creative writing class or something like that i don't know but i feel like there's a grad program out there that is producing writers and they would love to have the opportunity to write an actual biography okay well i hope you're right <laughs> bring it on i'm here <laughs> yeah yeah i bet they're out there i bet they're out there i'll have to find one for you okay cool cool well we got one last series of questions for you Okay. And they all kind of have a little bit of pretext, so bear with me here. Yeah, absolutely. So a lot of people have come on the podcast in response to the question I used to ask, and they said that the catalyst that helps people change from having a fixed mindset, not willing to accept help and not willing to accept change, to having a growth mindset, being willing to accept help and being willing to accept change is a personal choice that happens after either inspiration or desperation. So that's the catalyst that a lot of people have said. What do you think about that? Do you have anything to add, subtract, agree? I would not agree with that ten tendency or with that statement. I believe to switch is to have somebody or find somebody who is willing to allow you to dream. Because as soon as you start dreaming, you will realize that your fixed limiting beliefs won't allow you to get to the, to the big, hairy, audacious goal that you dream about. So you have to, you basically have to force yourself or you will realize that you want to force yourself to open up. Gotcha. So find somebody, if you're that person who has a really fixed mindset, you find somebody that is willing to allow you to dream. Right. Love it. Love it. And why do you think some people make the choice to change 
while others don't make that choice, met with that same inspiration or desperation? Well, I think there are two situations. The one kind of sad, sadder one, if that's a word, is when you are forced by circumstance. Right? Like, I mean, for here in, in California, we have suffered through uh, horrible wildfires. One of those circumstances is if nature takes away your whole livelihood, that basically makes people pause and ask, do I want to rebuild what I had or do I want to start a totally different path? And I now have the opportunity to make that choice. So it's kind of forced, externally forced. Um, the other thing is dissatisfaction, I believe. Right? If you have tried certain things, whether you really believe that you tried them yourself or you were basically externally influenced, going back to that victim mindset, to have to do certain things because they're expected of you and you come to the conclusion that it doesn't satisfy you, then that can, I believe, be a strong enough motivator to be ready for change. That still means it will be much easier if you then also realize if I now reach out to, any, to somebody I can trust and can believe in to help me on the journey, it will be easier. But even if you don't do that part, being ready for it based on your own conviction that what you have done so far hasn't worked to your own satisfaction. And it's not just money or stuff. It's also how you feel. Right? If you feel I'm doing all this stuff, but it doesn't satisfy me, then obviously you need to make a change. Yep. Yep. There we go. There we go. So you're saying people um, make that choice to change when they're either forced by circumstance, they have that dissatisfaction. And the others who don't, aren't dissatisfied enough? No, that well, either they're not dissatisfied because we shouldn't make the assumption that everybody is dissatisfied. I'm not dissatisfied. I'm really, really happy. I'm, I love to spend time with you. I love the kind of work I do. I love all my clients in our little mentoring tribe. I love what I'm doing. I will, I'm willing to accept that I might be in a minority, but for those who are in that perceived majority, if you ask yourself and you're listening right now and you're saying, okay, I don't really feel that all the things I do every day get me where I want to be, or it doesn't feel the way I think it could feel then. And it's not black and white in that sense that you might incremental change to see what makes me happier. Try something. If it does keep going in that direction, if it doesn't try something else, ultimately to the point where I can say very blessed to get to where you say, I'm happy with what I do and I want to do more of it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So something I've also noticed is that some people need kind of a smaller amount of desperation or inspiration to change and others need a larger consistent amount. What do you think establishes that breaking point or that threshold and can it be influenced? And my answer might surprise you a little bit. I think it, it depends on the addictiveness, mm -hmm. right? If the change that you allow to happen because it always is a matter of you need to give it a little bit of an opportunity to happen. If you're just sitting back passively, it's probably not going to happen. But as soon as you kind of push the flywheel a little bit and it starts to gain momentum, then the type of ch change and the type of success that typically comes with change, if it's in the right direction, is oftentimes addictive. And that's exactly what I said just a minute ago. The reason I want to do at least as much, if not more of it, is because it's so satisfying. Mm. Right? And the more of the satisfying things you do over time, the less and less you do of the things that don't work so well are 
not satisfying and obviously we always like to do the stuff that works out and that makes people happy makes us happy makes the family happy might also have other benefits so just keep more and more and more of that and I have met since I've been around for a while many people who said I can't believe that I did this thing 15 years ago and I, I can't even remember how I got into it but it was totally crazy and I did it for years until I realized it wasn't the right thing well gladly you realize and you change them yeah. Then you got addicted to what works and now you're doing that. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And our last question. So in Atomic Habits, James Clear talks about the four laws of changing your behavior. And he says that his laws are making it obvious, making it attractive, making it easy, and making it satisfying. With that context in mind, how can we as a society create an environment that makes it obvious, attractive, easy, and satisfying for people to make the choice that will change their life. Well, I would say making it obvious is a matter of getting somebody to encourage you to actually spend some time to make it obvious to yourself. And, and a little exercise that I recommend for my clients when we just start out is I call that write a letter to yourself very diligently in as much detail as you can describing a week or 10 days starting Monday morning when you get up five years from now and then as much detail every hour or whatever detail you can do for a week or 10 days describing as if you were to write that letter describing to somebody how your life has changed and what your new life is like that make is making it obvious on the one hand to yourself but you can if you're brave you can share right? yeah. because there's a different connotation this is one thing that i always encourage in my mentoring is it's one thing to get clear about things you want to do for yourself then you might also be brave enough to share it with your spouse but the real thing is when you have a small community or a group of people you trust and you share it with them, then it becomes more and more real and then it becomes more and more obvious. And then you start automatically thinking, okay, how can I make it real? Yeah. Right. And then the, the last part of, of those four things would be to say, okay, is it more likely that I can make it real on my own or is it more likely in time, how much time it takes, how much effort, how much money, whatever it might be, if I get help. In the vast majority of cases that I've seen, it's more likely to happen to reach that goal, to reach the description of your letter to yourself five years from now with help. And if you realize that, if that is the answer, then reach out for help. Yeah, there we go. Well, awesome. Axel, is there anything else that you want to chat about before we sign off? No, I just want to reiterate, you started out, and I appreciate that a lot, Timothy, about growth mindset. And if you ask yourself, who and what is guiding my decisions in my life? And you come to the conclusion that it's not predominantly what you want, what you do, what you believe in, but some other stuff, the media or the parents or the boss or society or whatever the answer may be that realization is a good indicator that you might want to work on your mindset yeah absolutely there we go if you're not in control of your life work on your mindset exactly 
Awesome. Well, Axel, thank you so much for coming on the show. All right, Timothy. It was great. Thank you. Yeah. And if you guys are listening to this and you loved what Axel had to say, make sure to reach out to him. He is doing a mindset, uh, real estate, wealth, and there's one more thing, productivity, leadership. He just has a really cool mentorship and consulting business. Make sure to reach out to him if you're looking to level up in any of those areas and get around people who are also looking to level up in any of those areas. As we always ask, shoot this podcast to one to three people you know need to hear this message. Give us a five-star review on iTunes and we're out. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.